interestingly enough, nobody follows me on my dumb questions or my crossbreeding questions. That's because that's because you. that's because we would never get out of that loop. It would be an endless fucking <laughs> loop. <laughs> Welcome to the Bears and Brews podcast. I'm Charlotte, and I'm joined today by Pam and Salome. Hi, guys. <laughs> Hi. That sounded like you were reading from a script. I was getting like a Martha Stewart vibe. Oh, Welcome okay. to my home. Yeah, so this is a microbrewing edition. Let's just jump right in. No BS this time. What are we talking about? So first thing before we talk about our main topic is I want to share some more good wildlife news. We said before that sea otters are the largest animal in the weasel family, and that's true, but we have good news today on the largest terrestrial member of the weasel family. And? What is the largest member of the weasel family, the largest terrestrial member? The largest terrestrial member of the weasel family is the wolverine. Oh. And on... Yeah. And on November 29th, the Fish and Wildlife Service announced that wolverines in the lower 48 are now on the endangered species list as threatened. And that's good because then they're protected. So yep. that's, that's yes. awesome. I was going to say awesome, but that sounds like it I'm sounds like celebrating bad, but them it's being actually threatened. Good. <laughs> it's very good news because there's only about 300 of them left in the lower 48. And because oh. they are so dependent on snowpack, this is another animal that was added thanks to climate change. Woohoo. Woohoo. Thank you, climate change. Shout out to climate change. Also, climate change, if you'd like to sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that is our good wildlife news for the microbrewing, since I want to start doing that. I love that. I think that's great. So, I'm going to blame you guys for this episode because <laughs> you asked a question. You asked me a question on the polar bear episode that I did not know the answer to. And I have went down a complete rabbit hole about animal vision. Meanwhile, I don't even remember <laughs> oh my God, the question. What was the question? The question was if, if other animals oh, see polar bears as white. That's right. Yes. That is such a good question. It is a good question. That I was going to say, that's, yeah. that was Salome's <laughs> question. Like, yeah, very good question, that. Salome. I thought it was yours. No, it, it was your question. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was no. yours. It was your question. You guys just kind of ganged up on it. So when you it. said that, that was a really good question. I totally thought you were just messing with me. Oh, I, no, I, I thought sure it was yours. Was your question. <laughs> no, it was yeah, Charlotte's, I, but I you jumped on it also when I didn't know the answer. That's kind of what I do. I'm a follower. So you ask a good question. I'm like, yeah, yeah, Pam. How do they see? How do they see polar bears? Okay, so the answer is yes, but I want to dig in why, because now I get to share the rabbit hole with you guys. <laughs> I'm interested. And everyone listening. So Me too. rods versus cones. Yes. Uh, we're gonna I'm gonna simplify this as much as possible, not because of any you know not because i think you guys are dumb or whatever but because it is very fucking complex so yeah and rods are like brightness or something like that or light vision and yep so rods in your eyes are for light to help um when it's dark out and stuff like that it's like it's how much light gets in right then cones are for color 
I didn't know that. Do you guys know where I learned this? From the Blue Man Group concert in Las Vegas. <laughs> what? Really? Yay for terrible schooling. <laughs> no, so yeah, so Rod's let the light in and the cones uh, like decipher the colors. So there's several different type of cones. Each is a receptor for different parts of the color spectrum. So I'm not going to get too much into the sciencey stuff, but short wavelength is called an S cone, S for short, and that's your blues. Medium wavelength is M cone, and that's your greens. And then long wavelength L cone is your reds. Now, a lot of times in people that are considered colorblind, they are missing the L cone. So it's usually the reds. Um, there And there is some overlap with the colors, just like any other right. color math, right? So there is overlap with that. And animals can be one of three things. They can be a monochromat, which means they only have one of those cones. And so that's like raccoons and bats are monochromats. Dichromats have two. So they see in black and white. Uh, Like grays and stuff. That's dope. And it kind of depends also on which cone it is, right? Because different right. ones have or are missing other kind of cones. Um, so, so they it, could see in sepia tones. It's just kind tones. of one type of, yeah, it's like one type of the spectrum. Um, What's the name of that filter that they're using? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you have dichromats, which are um, like wolves and dogs. So they have two of the cones, which I'll talk about in a little bit. And then you have trichromats, which are humans and some other primates. So are there quadchromats who can see? Uh, I know there are animals that can see more colors than us. There are, but for other reasons, there's not oh, more okay. cones. Yeah, those are the cones. So, like, if you look at deer, they have a shitload of rods, and that's why, like, deer Makes in the sense. headlights. They need them. If they literally, if there's a deer in the road and you, you know, your headlights hit it, the reason they don't move is because they're literally blinded. Like yeah. their cones are so receptive, they're literally blinded. So they don't even realize a car is about to hit them. Right. And it makes sense because they would need them to get through the woods. Right. And yeah. And so, and most predators, most, at least in North America, most predators are missing the L cone, which is red. So like humans, a lot of humans miss, miss that L cone. So right. the reason why that matters for predators is it is hypothesized that that is why a lot of newborn ungulates are a burnt orange or red color. Oh, that makes sense. Because when they hide them, right, like with deer and elk, they have to hide them for the first couple like days um, before like they can start running around. Yep. Uh, and bison, right? We yep. call them red dogs. Um, they're, they actually blend in with the greener uh, backgrounds evolution really i i'm just always impressed like the detail evolution goes into yeah i mean it's always like oh how does it know but it doesn't know it just knows well the ones that were more red are the ones that survived and those are the ones that passed their genes down and then made the other ones more red and so yeah it's fucking cool though like it evolution is amazing it almost makes me see why people could believe in like the ultimate creator higher power. Yeah. Not even like the higher power, like believe in that, but like why they could believe in creationism because mm-hmm. 
I think that's the, if you really hit it on the head is a lot of people. See, I've that. heard that from oh. some people actually. And I'm like, but it's every single little detail, but then other people are like, well, what are the, even the chances of that? But it's not like bison just appeared with baby red dogs. There, you know, yeah. there used to be other, it used to be other things or like, like, all of our evolutionary things are adaptations like we didn't just show up with all of these things that just make sense right the things that didn't make sense died off but they were there right which like i i just find it like fascinating and i can almost see like wow evolution gets down to every single like detail i can see why someone would be like something so detailed could only have been created by something sentient that said, I believe in evolution. Everyone, I am not a creationist. What was I going to – oh, when I have talked to creationists, though, that is – that's the most common, like, rationalization is that everything is so detailed and so thought out and and all of that that it has to but be – But it's not. It's But um, it's not. It's yeah. – that – it's – that's what it, it's a it's like a math equation that's what it has been whittled yeah. down oh, yeah. to and so to me like i get that that's their side of it but i i see it the opposite way but for the same reasons because it's a simple equation right of no me too i i don't understand that rush i i get i guess i i kind of get how they get there even though i don't agree with it but yeah i i think the problem i think the way they get to that point is they think everyone, everything on this earth was just dropped here as is. And that's not obviously the case. Like evolution is still happening on a regular basis. Like it's yeah. still happening. It's like before we had modern cows. That <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, moving on. I did dig into seals a bit more because that would be the most relevant one that we would be wondering about, right? If polar bears appear as white to their prey. Uh, And so, yeah. And so the structure of seals eyes actually indicates that they should be somewhat colorblind because they only, so they are missing their S cone, which is the blues. So they should be partially colorblind, but there's been a lot of experiments actually for a long time on how much seals and sea lions can like see and discriminate between colors. Um, so even though they're missing the cone that can see blue, they're actually able to distinguish blue from like yellows and greens and grays. That shows some impressive critical thinking skills on the part of the seals. And repeatedly in these tests, right? They're, Since like the they're 60s. very smart. But there must be something else that's functioning in place of the S cone that we yes. didn't. Salome is also very smart. <laughs> as smart as a seal. They do what is <laughs> yes. it's called it's called rod cone vision. And basically what happens is when an animal has a, a large amount of rods, like seals also do, that they might not be distinguishing the actual colors, but more so the shade. Like the difference in okay. pigment, like how darker or light. Like it's shades. going, yeah, because they can, yeah, because they're at least able to see, There's, they're able to see subtle differences easier than an animal mm. that has less rods. And Very I'm going to cool. link a study. Nobody's going to read it probably because <laughs> this it it's, it is pretty complex. Like I, know, I was reading like through it. it and <laughs> yeah, I want to. 
then I was like, I'm going down to the conclusion. <laughs> like I, <laughs> some of this shit is just too much for me. Um, so I will link that study, but there's actually been quite a few about seals color vision, which is really random that I was able to find that. But so then how do we know that they see them as white? So we know that uh, colors together reflect as white, right? right? And because they can't see that other spectrum, it doesn't even look like anything. So when those colors aren't visible, they start to kind of blend in with the other colors as the eye tries to process that wavelength. That makes so sense. like I was saying, red dogs, they don't just look like they don't exist to a wolf. They look like the sage behind them or whatever. They kind of blend in with the wavelengths that the animal can see. So essentially when they look at a polar bear, it looks the same as it does with us. Okay. Or to us, I should say. And they also rely a lot on brightness and shades. And there's not much of a distinction between the polar bear and the snow. So even though they have all those extra rods, they still aren't really able to see that difference. Like the bear doesn't look gray. They don't need it. They don't need to be able to tell the difference between a bear and the snow. They need to be able to tell the difference between a bear and the water, I would think. I would think it'd be both. I mean... Right? It's both because if they're because they they are out of the water frequently. Also, y'all, it is after midnight my time, so please forgive any dumb questions. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Well, because remember, it's not dumb, but remember also um, from the polar bear episode, polar bears can launch out of the water and grab them while right. they're on an ice shelf as well. So it's not just polar bears diving in the water, right? Um, right, and that's much easier for them to see. I would like to see a like diagram or not diagram, but like a a picture, like as a a seal would see it. Um, Mm, If you happen to come across any of those, Pam, in your research. Also, if you guys haven't watched that show I mentioned in the polar bear episode, go watch it. It's really cool. It shows a polar bear like preying on a seal. Yeah. Oh, and Um, those polar bear pics you sent to the group are super cool i think they're from yeah there's an account i follow where they're these amazing polar bear photos like aerial polar bear photos and i don't know how they get them in videos they were so cool drones so i have a fun fact for you guys yes fun fact tell us all right so it goes along with bison our our full episode this week bison's eyes don't reflect light in the dark Interesting. You know how a lot of times you'll see a reflection yeah. from an animal's yeah, eyes? Reflective, like- their eyes are fucking dark. If you drive past a bison, like, look at their eyes. It, I mean, they're black. They're way dark, yeah. And guess what? Humans humans don't reflect either. Really? I did know that. Mm-hmm. I did not know yeah. that. So there's like a little reflector thingy behind the retina that helps bounce light um if you maybe miss it the first time or don't fully get it it's like a little mirror it it's like a fail safe it's just like a second chance to get more light in um and humans and bison and a lot of other animals don't have it so that's why bison's eyes don't reflect in the dark interesting that is interesting or i don't know if it if it came like if this was developed based off of studies that we did on eyes or something but retro reflective material like what's used on traffic signs and stuff where it flashes back at you is the same idea oh, like it's little sense. glass pieces in it that reflect the light back at you all right well that's all i got on animal vision 
I found myself just going deeper and deeper and I was like, I have to stop at some point. <laughs> and this is where I just chose to stop. Fair enough. Fair enough. So- it was fucking fascinating though. I loved this. Uh, do you like more like answer this? is that yes, other oh animals God. see polar bears as white too. All right. Uh, well, thanks for hanging out with us guys. You know where to reach us. We love y'all. And we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>